The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. We got your Monday, September 10th edition. Got a 10 game slate on tap. Hope everybody had a great weekend and enjoyed some pretty awesome college football on Saturday and then an insane NFL weekend. Just absolutely crazy. Hopefully, the two point conversion NFL DFS podcast helped you out. Uh, we heard it did help some for sure. Uh, we've heard some comments that they want done differently on the next episode that we'll definitely use. It's a uh, uh, try to get it. We, we're here to do this for you guys. So anything you guys want, let us know. We'll do the best we can to make it happen. Before we get to DFS for MLB, let me tell you about Draft. Draft.com. Draft in your app store is a great way to play fantasy sports. Uh, you draft in under uh, five minutes. You get paid out the next day. So many awesome ways to play it. Hope some of you guys played the NFL yesterday. We got MLB. Basketball's coming up. Hockey's coming up. You got one more golf tournament, and then the fall swing, which will be a ton of fun. Where the two or the uh, Always pressing pod will really help you out. But use promo code SD Sports when you make a deposit and you get entry into a free $3 tournament. So SD Sports when you make a deposit into a free $3 tournament on draft.com, draft in your app store. Also, for you guys playing your NFL DFS, go check out the quantedge.com. Great, great set of tools there. Good lineup optimizer, a wide receiver cornerback, which really comes into play with certain things we talked about on the two point conversion pod and we'll talk about as the seasons go on. But there's an interesting one with all the injuries this week. They have a great injury tool. I highly, highly recommend checking it out. It'll let you know exactly uh, you know, what the impact of each player comes out and how it affects the rest of the players on your rosters for season long and will help you with your daily fantasy. So go use promo code BENCHED when you check out, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, and you'll get uh, $10 off your first month at thequantage.com. So go check it out, thequantage.com, promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, when you check out for $10 off your first month. Now let's get into this 10-game slate we have here. There's two games that start at the 6 p.m. Eastern hour. Those will not be on the slate. So 10 games starting at 7 5 or later. Nationals at Phillies, 8.5. Indians at Rays, waiting on a total there. As Diego Castillo is starting for the Rays. And then the the um, opener strategy there, I believe it's uh, Yanni Chirinos coming in after that. We will have to double-check. Uh, usually that info gets solidified early in the morning. We'll check that out for you. 
Uh, Marlins at Mets, total of eight. Brewers at Cubs, waiting on that one because of the weather. And Ridley as typical. Looks like right now about six to seven mile an hour winds blowing in from center. So pretty neutral, maybe a little bump to the pitchers. We shall see. Yankees at Twins, total of nine. White Sox, Royals, eight and a half. Pirates, Cardinals, eight and a half. D-backs, Rockies, Coors Field, special 10. Rangers, Angels, eight. Braves, Giants, seven and a half. So you got three totals of eight or less on this slate. Going to be targeting those ones for sure. Do have some weather concerns, though, on this slate. Pretty nasty ones. Uh, Washington at Philly, around 40%. But Miami at the Mets, where your Jacob DeGrom is throwing, 90% plus the entire day and evening. With winds blowing in from right field. If that weather report is correct, and usually it is, I highly, highly doubt we see that game played tonight. We have a nine-game slate. So keep an eye on that. Miami at the Mets. Uh, DeGrom was 13-5. Uh, in a great matchup, of course. That's where you're looking at there. Yankees at Twins, also 20-30% to 30% chances of rain. So there you have it today. Keep an eye on those. Join us in the Slack chat as we will always be breaking things down for you to keep you up to date on what is going on. Your pitchers on this 10-game slate. Uh, you got Jacob DeGrom at 13-5 at the, at the Marlins. Absolutely lights out matchup. Um, problem is, is it's going to rain like a MFer, and um, doesn't look good. Doesn't look good at all. So if he if it plays, he's a great play. He's pricey. I won't be going there tonight. You can look at Corey Kluber at 11-1 at Tampa Bay. Uh, Kluber, the clue bot, is outstanding. His last few starts, 35-33. A little bit of hiccups prior to that, though. He's faced the Tampa Bay Rays once this year. Seven shutout innings, eight strikeouts for 33.4 DraftKings points. He's been better at home than on the road this year. This home start against the Rays, a pesky Rays team. A Rays team is swinging really, really hot bats. So Kluber's in a good spot. Rays only strike out 22% of the time versus righties. So keep an eye on all of it. He could be in play for you if you want, or you can save some cash, get some bats, and move on with your evening. The last guy I'm going to mention at 9K and above is J.A. Happ of the New York Yankees at the Minnesota Twins. I think this is the guy. I'm, this is the highest I'm paying up tonight. It looks like uh, this is where I'm going. Ninety-three hundred bucks at the Twins. Hap's been uh, hasn't faced the Twins yet this year, but he's been very, very good. Nineteen point one. The hiccup against Detroit, which shocked everybody, and then twenty-seven nine, twenty-three two, twenty-four two, twenty-five sixteen, twenty-five sixteen. Very, very good. Sixteen or more in eight of his last nine, um, with twenty like three or more in. Six of those nine, which is very nice. So, Jay Happ, a Twins team that strikes out 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching. A Twins team with a team total of 4.2. Uh, lefties, 286. Righties, 322 versus Happ. But the Twins, a 297 Woba and a 125 ISO versus left-handed pitching. In a really good spot here for Jay Happ at 9200 bucks. That's who I'm going to up top if I'm paying up. So, at 9K and above, I'm going Jay Happ, Corey Kluber, Jacob DeGrom, See where the chips fall in that one. Now we drop into the 8Ks where we get some very, very interesting options. I think a lot of lineups are going to be built in this range with at least one, if not two pitchers tonight. You got Derek Rodriguez of the San Francisco Giants, 8700 bucks at home against the Atlanta Braves. Yes, Derek Rodriguez, many people think he's not that good. Well, reality is he's getting it done. He's got a 2.3 ERA at home. He's averaging over 17 DraftKings points to start at home. 18-7 in his last start at Colorado. Struggle against the D-backs, and then 13-9, 24, 28, 24, 15, 23, 15. But overall, I think he's a really interesting cash game play with a little bit of GPP upside. There's better spots in this um, 7-8K to range we will talk about. But it's an Atlanta team that strikes out 20.5% of the time. He does give up a lot of hard contact, uh, but has a 41% ground ball rate. And it is a Braves team with a 3.85 team total, fifth lowest on the slate. Uh, lefty's 326, righty's only 286. 
and pitching in a friendly AT&T Park is something to never frown upon. So D-Rod is on the list, probably not one I'm going to be running to, but is on the list because he'll go low-owned in this range. Jacob Junis, 8500 bucks at home against the Kansas City Royals is outstanding. Junis coming off of a couple really good starts. 30 points at Cleveland, 32.6 against Detroit. Then you know a 13-4, a 12.6, but then a 24-5, a 21, a 13. This is what he does. Pretty darn consistent overall. And against the White Sox this year, three starts, 12 earned and 16 and two-thirds, 15 Ks. He's averaging 10.6 a start, which is not ideal, but his last time out, five and a third, two earned, five Ks for 12.6 points. There is upside the way he's looked his last few starts. Uh, against the White Sox team this time around, striking out almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Judas does give up a ton of hard contact. He gives up a lot of home runs. That's always the bugaboo. The White Sox team totals 4.05. Lefty's 342, righty's 336. But a White Sox team with a 308 Woba, 169 ISO. Jacob Junis at 8500 bucks is in play for you tonight. As you go down, Mike Miner, 8200 bucks at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim is very, very sneaky good. Mike Miner has been outstanding of late. 22-3, 20.5, 24.3. Home against the Angels, home against the Dodgers at the A's. Three rather difficult matchups. Then at the Yankees, he struggled. But then home versus Baltimore, 27-4. At the Astros, 26.5, and then still put up almost 15 against the A's again. But that's 20 or more DraftKings points in five of his last six starts against some really, really good competition. This is the guy people thought they were getting uh, when they signed him this offseason and drafted him in the in this uh, season. That was his first start against Anaheim recently, again, 22.3 DraftKings points. Been very, very good. Better at home than on the road, but even in the stretch, he's going to have some really good home starts. Um, an Angels team that strikes out 21% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Miner's got like a 21% K rate. Problem is a lot of fly balls only a 35% ground ball rate and gives up a little bit of hard contact there. Uh, Angels team with a 4.2 team total. Lefty's 306, righty's 351. But an Angels team that struggles mightily against left-handed pitching, a 292 Woba and a 145 ISO. A lot of people don't look at that with the Angels because you think, oh, Trout, Upton. Okay, we're good. Yeah, but that's pretty much where the story ends. Uh, there's a couple other guys that might run into one from time to time, but that's pretty much where the story's ending right now. So Mike Miner at 82, very, very intriguing this evening. After Mike Miner, you got John Lester at 7,800 bucks. Yeah, he's tilting. Yeah, it's a Milwaukee team with a blotter right. He's in their lineup. Uh, he's faced Milwaukee twice this year. Uh, he's started against them once, though. Nowhere runs allowed. 6Ks, 13.3 DraftKings points. So he had a rainy game against them. Coming off 26.7 at Philadelphia. 8.7 against the Mets, 16 at Detroit, 30.5 at Pittsburgh. Um, he's very, very up and down all season. That's why he's 7,800 bucks. But uh, if that win gets even better, it becomes a more favorable environment. That'll be very, very nice. Also, it's a Milwaukee team that strikes out 21% of the time versus left-handed pitching. A Milwaukee team that we're waiting on team totals because of the weather. But lefty's 381, righty's 355 versus Leicester, which is not good. But it's also... A Milwaukee team with a 309 Woba and a 155 ISO versus lefty, which is average at best, which is crazy when you think of all the right-handed thump they have in that lineup. So Lester at 78 does come into play for you. The last guy I'll mention here, and he should, I'd imagine, be chalky unless people are really concerned about him, is Sean Newcomb at $7,300 at the San Francisco Giants. Newcomb's got a 312 ERA on the road, 472 at home, much better on the road, averaging almost 18 drafting points per start on the road. His last home start, three starts ago at Miami. 29.9. We were all over that. Then he had a couple of home starts. And then at Washington, 19.3. Another home start at Miami, 20.7. Home versus 
home start at Milwaukee minus 1.2. Not ideal. The last three home starts, very, very good. And he's going up against a Giants team, which is dreadful. Dreadful, dreadful, dreadful. Uh, Newcomb strikes out, or the Giants strike out almost 23% of the time versus lefties. Newcomb, 22% K rate. Does walk too many guys. That is a big problem. The Giants have the uh, second lowest total on the slate, 3.66. The lowest is the Miami Marlins. Uh, lefties 327, righties 310, but the Giants a 292 Woba and a 132 ISO. First left-handed pitching, not good at all. So, so uh, Newcomb at 73, very very live today against the San Francisco Giants. So between the seven and the 8K range, I got Newcomb one, Junis two, Miner three, Lester four, D Rod five. I might move Miner to second, Junis to third. Still looking more into that. There's one punt play today, and it's Lucas Giolito, $4,700 at the Kansas City Royals. He's faced the Royals three times this year, giving up 518 innings pitched, 9Ks. He's averaging 14.4 a start against the Royals. He's much, much better on the road than at home, averaging 13 points on the road compared to six at home. But 14.4 on average versus the Royals at $4,700 is outstanding. He struggled his last time out against Detroit prior to that. 25-3 25-3 against Boston, 27-4 against Detroit, 19-3 against Minnesota, 20.1 against Boston, 5-3 against New York, but then 22-2 against Tampa Bay, uh, a mess up against Toronto, 16-1 against LA, 27-3 against Kansas City. Like seven of his last 10 starts are like 16 or more DraftKings points. That is outstanding for $4,700 gamble. Like really, really good with Coors Field in play, with a lot of other nice hitting spots to go to. G leader at 47, can't be overlooked today. He might be chalkier than chalk because you can match him with Kluber if the Grom pitches and still get tons and tons of bats. It changes the entire slate. That's why that 7 to 8K range is interesting to me because I think a lot of people are going to go Giolito and one of the top guns. Makes total sense. That seems easy. But you can mix and match this middle range or put one of these middle guys with a Giolito, leave some money on the bench if you want to, and get all the bats you want. There's ways to mix this up and see how it goes. So that's your pitching. We'll recap it at the end. Let's get to the bats on this slate. Catchers, as always, you if you aren't using Giolito, like a Salvi Perez at 43, always comes in play. Wilson Ramos versus Eric Fetty. Eric Fetty is very, very bad. Philadelphia is going to be a solid look for me tonight. Um, team total of 4.4. Lefties 408. Righties 397 against Fetty. So uh, Wilson Ramos interesting at 4200 bucks. But if we don't want to pay up for catchers, we go below 4K and see what else we can find. Like a Tom Murphy in Coors against Zach Godley at 37. Could be worth a look for you there. Uh, maybe a Kevin Ploiecki at 35 versus Brigham. Not ideal, but not horrible. Um, farther down you look here, like a Ronnie Chirinos versus Barria is outstanding at 3300 We know that Jaime Barria, lots of power versus right-handed pitchers. Big-time reverse splits guy. A Texas Rangers team with a 3.85 team total. Lefties 296, righties 378. So Yanni Chirinos at uh, – or Ronnie Chirinos, sorry, Ronnie Chirinos at 3300 could be very, very nice. In this mid price range for you here. Uh, farther down, maybe a Kevin Smith at 3,200 versus uh, Jake Junis or an Omar Navarez in their lineup. That could be another option for you. And Alex Avila and Coors at 3K versus Herman Marquez is an option. And then maybe Gallagher catches for Kansas City and get him at 2,800 versus Gilito. That's not bad either. So definitely going to have some options down here for you. See what comes up in today's lineups. First base, the birthday boy. It goes to Coors Field. Paul Goldschmidt, 5300 bucks versus Herman Marquez. What better way to spend your birthday if you're a power-hitting bat than going to Coors Field against an average pitcher? Herman Marquez has been really, really good, actually. Really, really good. 
Um, but Coors Field, a D-back team with a 4.7 team totals. Uh, lefties 326, righties 260. He's been outstanding versus righties. But uh, Goldie, Coors, birthday, 5300 bucks, Not bad. You got Jesus Aguilar and his power versus Leicester is in play if you want to go there. Matt Carpenter versus Williams at 4800 bucks is interesting because the Cardinals, uh, lefties 336, righties 323 off Trevor Williams. Williams has been very good his last two or three starts. Matty Carpenter is pretty damn good, though, at 4800 bucks. Uh, Rizzo versus Miley I like quite a bit at 4600 because I love when there's a lefty-lefty matchup because Rizzo's really, really good versus lefties and everyone just kind of, the average Joe just walks past stuff like that. Am I saying it's a must-play? No, not a, not at all. But uh, when you look at Miley, he's got the reverse splits. Lefties hit 389 off Miley, righties 283. So you already got a lefty that hits lefties well. Now you got a lefty on the mound with reverse splits. Anthony Rizzo at 4600 bucks becomes very, very intriguing. Check the weather, though, because if it becomes like a pitcher's environment, it's not as ideal, of course. But does come interesting there at uh, forty six hundred bucks. Sliding on down for you like a Freddie Freeman hasn't gone deep in forever. Just so keep an eye on that one. But Carlos Santana at forty four hundred versus Eric Fetty is very very nice. Uh, if you are fading Gilito, Ryan O'Hearn at forty one hundred dollars does get our attention. Our boy, um, you know, he's averaging nine point eight his last ten. He's been much much better at, the, at home, averaging ten point two. He's averaging nine points a game against the White Sox this year. Back to back five pointers over the weekend. 4100 bucks with that power against Gilito. If Gilito's off, that could get dreadful. Joey Gallo, I know he mentioned the righties versus Berea, but Gallo's always a GPP play at 4100 bucks, regardless of that matchup. Uh, Ian Desmond and Coors at 4K. If you are fading Zach Godley, you can go there. Rockies have a 5.3 team total. Lefties 351, righties 336 off Godley. Godley's been very, very up and down of late. Uh, Coors might not be the recipe for success there. We'll take a, We'll wait and see. Farther down you look, maybe a Daniel Murphy at 39 if you want to play that lefty-lefty theory there for you. Um, Hunter Dozier, first base, third base for the Royals at 3900 bucks. He's been swinging it well. Two weeks ago, swinging it really well. Still swinging it okay, 9.5 in his last 10. Uh, his last two games, 0, 5, and 7. So not lighting it on fire like he was a few weeks ago, but still not horrible. Uh, if Justin Bohr cracks the Phillies lineup, he's 3900 bucks for his Fetty. That's an outstanding value at first base. If he cracks the lineup there, so keep an eye on that one. Farther down you look, uh, Wainwright's back for St. Louis. So Josh Bell at 37 could be an interesting play because Waino, uh, I believe this is his first start back from the disabled list. Pirates have a 405 team total. Lefty's 349, righty's 350 versus Waino. So the Pirates could be sneaky. There's other options I'll probably go to on this slate, but someone to at least keep in mind as you go through it. Uh, as you get down to the lower threes, it gets a little more interesting. Like it's Neil Walker's birthday, if you believe in that. First base, second base against Kyle Gibson at thirty three hundred bucks, but not a ton down here that I'm like running to play. So you got some stuff at the high, like thirty nine hundred bucks and stuff like that. Otherwise, go all the way up and make it happen. Second base, Javi Baez at five K is outstanding versus Wade Miley. Absolutely love that play. I uh, got DJ LeMahieu and Coors. Whip Merrifield versus Gilito at forty five has got a little bit of merit to it for sure. Azrubal Cabrera versus Fetty at 44 is outstanding. Second base out, uh, shortstop. Really, really like that play there. Ozzy Albies, 4,100 versus D-Rod. Could be in play for you. Rugi Odor at 41 is not horrible either. Cesar Hernandez has been hitting it a lot better. Ladies, 4,100 versus Fetty. He just hits at the bottom of the order, which really sucks. But uh, he's hitting it well, so you can look at him at 41. Again, Daniel Murphy's only 3,900 bucks. Someone to keep an eye on there. Uh, Jeff McNeil at 39 versus uh, Brigham. If that game gets in, it's not bad. Uh, keep an eye on that. Colton Wong has been swinging a really good bat <laughs> since he came back this last time. He's uh, 3800 bucks. He could be in play for his 7, 9, 0, and 18 in his last four. 3800 bucks for Trevor Williams. 
Uh, Fletcher of the Angels, 3,700 versus Miner, second base, third base, if you need a value there. Same with Hernan Perez, if he gets to start from Milwaukee, second base outfield at only $3,600 could be a, a value for you as well. If you're fading, Jacob June is hoping for the long ball to come into play. Yohan Moncada at 35 does make for a good GPP play. It's always, you know, strikeout or not or whatever, but uh, becomes very, very interesting there with you know, Moncada versus Junis at that price point. Let's go over to the third base position. You got Arenado and Coors at 5K. Jose Ramirez went, is going 30-30. He's 4900 bucks in Tampa, but Matt Carpenter, 40 versus Williams, very, very solid there. Anthony Rendon at 46 versus Jake Arrieta. I could dig into that as well. Nats have a 4.12 team total. Lefty's 343. Righty's 307 versus Arietta. But Rendon's been, he's been our guy. We talk about it over and over again. Chris Bryant versus Wade Miley at 43. He's got some merit to it. Uh, Yoan Camargo at 41 versus D-Rod. I like that a little bit as well. But one that's nice at 4K. And he's had a, a big, big last few games. Averaging 12.2 his last 10. His last few game marks 5, 30, 11, 19, 17. So he's gone double digits in four of his last five. He's $4,000. We mentioned righties versus Barria. Adrian Beltre, $4,000. He's swinging a really, really hot bat. Ride it while you can. Hunter Dozer at 39. already mentioned him as another decent option in this price range. Matt Davidson, if you're going for the GPP upside at 37, I can dig that. Um, we mentioned him already. Other than that, at the third base position, maybe a David Boat. If he gets to start for the Cubs at 3,400, he could be some value for you. Like a Colin Moran versus Wayno at 32 is value as well. So there's a couple more guys to take a look at down below. But so far, at most of these positions, once you get to like 37, 36, it really drops off big time. Shortstop, you got Trevor Story at 57. Great looking play there. If it was a lefty, it'd be a lock, but still a really good looking play. Uh, Frenchie Lindor at 52, not bad. But I do like some Trey Turner at 51. Arietta is not the best at holding runners on, so keep an eye on that one. Uh, Didi Gregorius always has a GPP upside, but as Drupal Cabrera at 44, I really, really like him versus Eric Fetty today. I think that's a really solid-looking play there. Go that direction. Um, Paul DeYoung at 4,200 has a little bit of merit as well in his matchup versus Trevor Williams, but I like uh, as Drupal a little better. Uh, going down even farther now, maybe an Edelson Simmons, but I don't think you need to go there. Nick, I bet in Coors is 3800 bucks. That brings a little bit of value for you. Uh, Tim Anderson versus Junis in your GPP is at 35 But then, like most positions, it drops off fast, real fast. Willie Adamas versus Kluber is 3 k uh, Adrianza versus Hap at 3 k If you need a punt, I go Adrianza over Adamas just for the matchup. Uh, Alcides Escobar, 2900 versus Giolito. And there will be other ones that pop up, but those are a couple punts if you need them. We haven't seen many on this slate. Heading to the outfield, you got Mikey Trout. It's 50, 100 versus minor, which is really, really solid if you want to go there. Love me some Christian Yellick. I don't care if it's lefty, lefty. Yellick's hitting everybody at 5,500. You had Harper at 54, which is very, very intriguing versus Arietta. We saw lefties are torching Arietta. Harper's averaging 11 his last 10. His last few, 14, 24, 4. 13, 15, 24. Harper, one way may say, is heating up. So 54 versus Arietta is in play. You got Blackman, Dahl, and Cargo all in Coors at 52, 51, and 48. All in really great spots for Godley. If you're playing Coors, uh, those are some really good ways to go about it. Those left-handed bats there versus Godley, no sugarcoat in that at all. You got Ronald Acuna Jr. at 4,900 versus uh, D-Rod. Very good looking play there as he just keeps crushing baseballs. That's just what Acuna seems to do these days, crush baseballs everywhere. 
Uh, you got Locaine versus Lester. Locaine, very, very good versus lefties. Uh, you can look there. Juan Soto versus Arietta at 47, also in play for you tonight. Sliding on down, like an Aaron Hicks versus Gibson at 45 is interesting for your GPPs. Marcelo Zuna is white hot at 4,300 bucks versus Trevor Williams. I do like looking at that. You got AJ Pollock and Coors at 43. Yes, Marquez has been really good, especially versus righties. Coors Field, if you're stacking Arizona, you're not leaving Pollock out of it. Just put it that way. Conforto versus Brigham at 43 is interesting. I like me some Reese Hoskins at 43. Yes, he's been struggling. Yes, he went deep the other day on quick hits when I told you to play him. But his last three games, 19, 21, 14, he's heating up. He's hit homers in three straight games. Is he going to make it a fourth? We'll see. But when Reese is streaky, he's streaking. Play him at 4,300 bucks. It's too cheap against a bad pitcher in Eric Fetty. Reese Hoskins, if he doesn't go deep, should at least get you a double or something. Like, he should get you double-digit points tonight. He should against Eric Fetty. It's baseball. Weird things happen. But Reese Hoskins, at that price point, is just it's too cheap. Too, too cheap. Going down even farther, like Sousa Jr. at 4,200 against Marquez and Coors. Sensu Chu at 41 versus Barria leading off. Justin Upton at 41 versus Minor. Mentioned Joey Gallo at 41 already. Andrew McCutcheon's embracing the pinstripes. He's 4,100 versus Gibson. Averaging 7.2 his last 10, 6, 16, and 18 in his last three. So he can be a little bit of a value against Kyle Gibson. Eddie Rosario at 41 versus half, not so much. But Odebel Herrera at 41 versus Fetty. I'm really digging into these Phillies here. I know they have a 4-4 total. It's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th highest on the slate. So out of 20 teams, it's almost middle of the pack. I just, I really don't like Eric Fetty. I haven't seen anything I like about him. There's still 40% chances of rain in Phillies, so keep an eye on it. But I think the Phillies, you don't, maybe if you don't want to stack them, but definitely some, like a mini two or three man stack or some one offs could be very, very helpful tonight. Going down even farther, like a Tommy Pham, if you want to ride his hot streak, he is crushing baseballs. He's 4K versus Kluber. Kluber does give up long balls once in a while. Pham's averaging 13.2 his last 10, 19, 10, 16, 15, 11, 15, and 9. I've been on him like the last four days, riding it out. Kluber's a beast, no one alone fam, if you want to go there in a GPP. Dropping below 4K now. Uh, you got guys like Kevin Kiermaier at 39, who's on fire, also versus Kluber. Malik Smith at 39 versus Kluber. Uh, by any means, by saying stack Kluber, no. No, but we've seen him get blown up at times. And Tampa Bay could be an interesting spot for that. But I'm not saying go all in. If you're going all in on Kluber, A, you probably are max entering stuff, which then, yes. and Or B, you like going for the nuts, and I respect it. So that's what I'm saying. It's a very interesting spot. A red-hot Tampa Bay team against Corey Kluber, something's got to give. Uh, it's very, very interesting. A little bit farther down here, like an Alex Gordon versus Giolito at 3900 bucks is a sneaky GPP play. Uh, Daniel Polka versus Junis at 38. I really like that. We know the power that Polka brings to the yard, so that's pretty interesting there. Uh, Jose Martinez for the Cardinals, only 3700 versus Williams. Getting a bit of a discount there in that matchup. Mentioned Hernan Perez already at 36. Uh, someone to keep an eye off. Nick Williams, he's day-to-day for Philly. If he cracks the lineup at 37 versus Fetty, he becomes a GPP play as well. Uh, getting down to 3500 and below. Like Jake Cave at 35 versus Happ. We know he's got some pop versus the lefties for us. In the past, uh, Gorky Hernandez at 34 is not bad. But remember, Newcomb has reverse splits, so don't get all excited there. Greg Allen of Cleveland at 3300 bucks, still too cheap. No one plays him because he bats like ninth, but all he does is put up double-digit numbers often, at least four or five times a week, it seems like. So 3300 bucks there. Uh, Robbie Grossman, 3200 bucks versus J.A. Happ. That could be a play as he does hit lefties really well. Nicky Delmonico, 31 versus Junis. Max Kepler at 31 versus Happ, and Kepler... It's left these well, too. I like Hap a lot, but uh, 
for value. There's some nice value down here if you need to go that direction. That'll do it for the bats. Let's recap the pitching real quick on this slate. Up top, I got Hap, Kluber, DeGrom. It's price point thing for the most part. And the matchups. Down below, I got Newcomb, Junis, Miner. Probably going to flip Miner and Junis around the more I look at it. Then Lester and D-Rod. And then the punt of Gilito, which will be very, very popular. When you're looking at teams, you know, um, the Cubs versus Miley becomes very interesting. The Brewers versus Lester could be a GPP type thing for you there. You got Coors Field in play, of course. Um, the Cardinals versus Trevor Williams. If he stays hot, you're in trouble. I love the Phillies. I think I've established that pretty well here. Uh, the Nationals are sneaky versus Arietta as well. That game stack could be nice. And then the White Sox versus Junis and uh, the Royals versus uh, Gilito. It's either going to be a pitcher's duel or someone's going to get really happy. And then remember the right-handed bats of Texas versus Barria. Let's look at the BVP real quick, and we'll send you on your merry way for this 10-game slate, getting this done in about 30 minutes for you, as we like to do. Don't worry about the first two games. We get Washington at Philly. As Drupal Cabrera, small sample, but one for two of the homer off Fetty. Kingery and Hoskins have both homered off Fetty as well. Very small samples, but they're hitting 381 as a team. Juan Soto, Mark Reynolds, Trey Turner have all homered off Arietta. Okay sample size as a team at 276 off Arietta. So some nice success there to keep an eye on. You go down. Uh, CJ Cron, three for eight with two doubles off Kluber. Kiermaier, three for 11 with a double and a triple. Not much else. Albert Armora and Addison Russell homered off Miley, but not too much. Granderson, 15 for 51, two doubles, a triple, and three homers off of Johnny Lester. Braun, 8 for 18, three doubles. Logan Forsyth, 7 for 22 with a homer off J.A. Happ. Eddie Rosario and Johnny Fields have taken Happ deep. Brett Gardner, 4 for 11 with a double, and triple off of Kyle Gibson. Salvi Perez, 3 for 12 with a homer off Giolito. But as a team, Royals are hitting a buck 70 off Giolito. Super small sample, but that's interesting. Wellington Castillo's taking Jacob Junis deep. Mancata, four for seven with two homers. Matt Davidson, three for six with two homers. Keep an eye on that. Matt Carpenter, seven for 16, a double and three homers off Trevor Williams. That's good. Paul DeYoung, four for 10, two doubles and a homer. Greg Garcia, seven for 13 with a double. Jose Martinez, six for 15 with two doubles. A lot to like there. Josh Bell, three for seven with a double and a homer off Wayno. Josh Harrison, 11 for 29, two doubles and a homer. Uh, Jordy Mercer with two homers. Starling Marte with a homer as well off of Wainwright. Charlie Blackman, four for 11, two doubles and a homer off of Zach Godley. Paul Goldschmidt, the birthday boy. Nine for 20, two doubles and four home runs off Herman Marquez. That does not suck at all. AJ Pollock, eight for 13 with a double and a triple. David Peralta, 10 for 23, four doubles and a homer. Marte, Chris Owens have all taken Marquez deep. As a team, they're at 341 off Herman Marquez with a 446 Woba. And a 285 ISO. Uh, Mike Trout has taken Mike Miner deep. Since you chew four for 11, two doubles off Barria. And that'll do it for your BDP, and that'll do it for quick hits. Uh, remember, go check out thequantedge.com, promo code BENCHED, B E N C H E D, for $10 off your first month. Draft.com, promo code SD Sports for entry into a free $3 tournament. Uh, there's no golf tournament this week. Actually, today they are wrapping up the final round. Uh, of the BMW Championships. Go check that out. You got NASCAR coming up this morning. Go check out the Faves and Fades preview of that as it got rained out and postponed until today. Uh, a lot of baseball this week. We'll have a lot of golf. Uh, I mean, a lot of football coming up towards the weekend. You got two Monday night games tonight. Go listen to the two-point conversion pod if you need to play some showdown stuff there as it's discussed at the very end. Um, a lot more coming up. We'll have baseball articles, football articles, so much more to come. Got a couple bench with Bubba's. We got around the bases. All kinds of good stuff. So check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Join us in the Slack chat for whatever help you need. 
I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Good luck tonight on this 10-game slate. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your September 10th edition. I'm out.